The Bible says in, in Matthew 24, 35, heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will never pass away. There's really nothing permanent in this world, yet every single one of us are, are searching for it. We want stability and permanence, and if you think about it, even in our relationships, we desire so much to have lasting relationships, and we should, but many of us, we're afraid of getting married because all we've seen is broken relationships, broken marriages, but we desire deep down for that relationship that'll last for the rest of our lives. I don't know if you've noticed, but whenever you get into a rhythm with a job, you get comfortable, you've been there for a while, and and even though maybe you don't like it as much as you should, you find it hard to leave because you've found some stability in a place. Whether we like it or not, all of us desire some kind of consistency and permanence. And no matter what you try to hold on to in the world, it, it will not and cannot last forever. But there is a promise from God that I'm going to talk about today that I believe can show you something that's truly permanent that lasts forever, and it can last your whole life here and continue on. But before we get into that, let's cue the music. Welcome to the After Youth Podcast, where our goal is to help you navigate life and live confidently for God. I'm your host, Josh Cave, and I've spent my life diving into difficult questions about the Bible. And that even led me to earning a bachelor's degree in Bible and theology. And I want to use what I've learned to help you in your walk with God. If you're new to our content, welcome. This season, we're talking about finding hope in a hopeless world. And I promise you do not want to miss a single episode. If you've been listening for a while, please support us by subscribing wherever you're listening or watching and giving us a five-star review. Also, we would love to hear from you. If you'd want to reach out to us on social media or leave a comment wherever you're watching and listening, we would love to hear your thoughts. But let's jump into the episode. When I was in kindergarten and first grade, I went to a, a small private school and one of my classmates I was really, really close to and, and we kind of became like best friends. I don't know if if you remember having friends at such an early age, you know, that that pre-K, kindergarten, first grade, but friendships back then, it felt like they would last forever. You made a friend on the playground, and it, it felt like you guys were always going to be friends, that you would be joined at the hip all the time. So back in this time, me and this friend, we were really, really close, and we spent all this time together at school, but after first grade, I ended up going to be homeschooled for the, for the rest of my schooling. And from then on out, I don't think we've had any kind of contact. But even now, looking back, I even remember his name. But it's crazy at the time. I thought that friendship would last forever. But, but like so many friendships, you go through a time of being really close. And, and you drift apart as you grow older. And it can be difficult to look back on the friendships you used to have. And as I've moved around a lot in my life, it can be difficult to look back on the people that you used to be close to because you miss that close relationship. And I'll tell you, those relationships from the past, we still value them. They're still important to us. And I think deep down, we wish we were still close like we were at one point. And I think that's what makes this promise today so valuable for our lives because 
in a world that's constantly moving and and things are constantly happening and, and refiguring and not a lot feels sturdy, we have a promise from God that says he is with us, but even deeper, that we are found to be friends of God. John 15, 15, it says, No longer do I call you servants, for the servant does not know what his master is doing, but I have called you friends. For all that I have heard from my Father, I have made known to you. Proverbs 17, 17, A man of many companions may come to ruin, but there is a friend who sticks closer than a brother. I want to talk about this idea of being a friend of God just a little bit further, because honestly, I didn't know a lot about what this truly meant, but but John MacArthur breaks down this verse a lot, and he gives some really powerful insight to what this means, and I think it can be powerful for your life as well. He said, slaves did not usually have an intimate relationship with their earthly masters. The slave would would normally not know what his master was doing. They they merely instructed them as to what they wanted them to do. And he tells about this idea that, that in Bible times in the Middle East, the, the kings and emperors of that time would have select groups of people that were called the friend of the king or friends of the emperor. If you remember from some other Bible stories, not just anybody was allowed to talk to the king. The story of Esther, for instance, she was terrified to go and talk to the king, even though they were married. If you had not been invited to the, to the king's presence, you could have been killed for showing up unannounced. Yet the circle of friends could come and they could talk to him pretty much whenever they wanted to. But John MacArthur takes it one step further and shares that, that those friends even had the right to show up to the king's bedchamber in the morning. They had the closest and most intimate relationship with the king. He ends the conversation with, It is that kind of intimate access that Jesus graciously grants to his friends. Instead of being called slaves and being forced to the outside and, and not getting to, to be in the presence, God has called us friends and he's given us full access to be in his presence, to be in the presence of God. So what does that really mean for us? When I was a teenager, I was pretty I was pretty outgoing and friendly. My brother was a couple of years younger and, and we were a lot different. We still are a lot different, but especially in high school, he was pretty withdrawn and he was pretty shy. He's changed a lot over the last several years, but at that time he was he was pretty shy. And people would come up to me all the time and they would they would tell me, Your brother's so quiet. He just doesn't talk a whole lot, does he? I would have to tell him. You know, he's quiet here, but but you should really see him at home. Because whenever I was 16, 17, I had my license and we would we would go and we we would drive into town or or wherever we would want to go and and I tell you this this quiet kid to everybody else would talk nonstop for the entire drive with me. I could barely get a word in, but whenever we went into a crowded room, he wouldn't say a single sentence. But the reason he would open up so much to me was because he felt comfortable. He was comfortable around me, but really didn't want to talk around a bunch of people. But he knew he could just be totally himself around me. He could embarrass himself. We could laugh about it and move on. And this is what it means to be a friend of God. It means that 
that God has opened the door to you so that you can be comfortable with him. You don't have to go find a priest. You don't have to go to a specific place. You can be wherever you are and just say, God, I want to talk to you. And he's right there. His presence is right there. More than that, we can come to him open and honestly. We don't have to, we don't have to come up with some elaborate or, or impressive prayer. Even more than that, Scripture shows us that God just wants that honesty. He'd rather us be, be humble and just come to him truthfully rather than come up with some elaborate prayer. You can share with him the deepest things in your life, the struggle, the good and bad, the hopes, the dreams. Even if you look at the friends of Jesus, they got to be part of some really intimate moments with him. They got to be close to him. But they also asked questions. Whenever they didn't understand something, they would talk to him. When they hurt and were worried about their family, they told him and asked for help. When they were in the middle of a storm, they told him about their fear. The disciples, they they lived life, the good, the bad, the ugly, and talked to Jesus about it. And I believe that's what we're able to do, that we can come to God truthfully and honestly, the good, the bad, the ugly, we can just be there with God. And he's opened that door to us as friends that we can, we can come to him not understanding and not getting what's going on in our lives. And that's the great part about it is that in a world that's constantly moving and shaking and changing, that we have a God that will always be there. We have a friend that will never leave. And we never have to worry about him leaving. That stability of a friend, that stability of a relationship that we so crave and desire is right there within our grasp because we've been called friends of God. And so when it feels like the world around you is hopeless, remember that there's a friend that sticks closer than a brother. We'll see you next time. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. We pray that it has helped you in your walk with God. If you don't mind, don't forget to like, subscribe, and drop a comment. There's a lot of other content that we're working on right now, so we will see you very soon.